Good morning, body of Christ. God bless you. This is Pastor Ronnie Day by Grace Ministries. I was reading in Revelations last night and decided to get up and get back into the Word because there was something that stuck out to me that I'd like to share <clears throat> excuse me, with the body of Christ kind of going in um, side by side with the sermon I did yesterday about the churches <clears throat> getting right with God. And I think people need to understand that I was addressing those who are not walking the way that they're supposed to walk. At times we get real complacent with our walk and we get real comfortable until something shows up that shakes our our faith and it makes us want to run to church and do right. But we are Christians. Our life is supposed to be an example of a lifestyle that we have chosen to walk in that is contrary to the way that the world is. But I wanted to read this in Revelations chapter 2. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not hear, bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne, and hast patience, and for my name's sake hast labored, and hast not fainted. Verse 4, Nevertheless, I have some, somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Now, the candlestick is the church. Jesus is speaking here about the church and how the church has left its first love. A lot of people go back and think that that first love that he's talking about is God. But in, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the church was brought together to be the body of Christ and people used to go to church to love one another, to support one another, to encourage one another, to uplift one another. That's where the love of God was brought into the church. It wasn't supposed to be judgmental. It wasn't supposed to be none of those things. Um, Paul was stating in Corinthians, when he went to Corinthians, he was expressing to the Corinthians that they had all these gifts of the Spirit, but they were still living carnal, and that they were still living against the code of what God was addressing them to live as. Now, the Corinthian church and this church in Ephesus in Revelation chapter 2 is a lot how the churches are today. They're judgmental. They, they close the doors. They, um, 
to the people who are coming in that may not know, right, because they're coming from the homeless streets or, you know, they're, they're condemning people. We, the church, unfortunately, have all these standards of how the church should be and how the people in the church should be when our standards and our way of living and being in the church is in the Bible. The Bible says how we are to conduct ourselves as Christians. So in this, what stood out to me last night was when he said, I will come and I will remove the church. In the Old Testament, um, I believe it's the book of Jeremiah, the Lord said, I will remove the pastors from the churches and I will give the churches pastors that are after my own heart that they may lead my people in the right way brothers and sisters this is happening today god wants pastors in the church who are going to run the church the way that god is telling the church to be run god wants to be the one running the church through the holy spirit people should be able to go to church no matter who they are and come and be embraced in the love of god where demons can be broken off of them, healings can happen in their life, where they could feel the love and not the condemnation because how they're dressed, because how they were living. We was all fallen people. And when we came to the Lord, we did not come all cleaned up, and they're not going to come all cleaned up. But God said he needs the church to be without spot or wrinkle, without condemnation, without judging. So yesterday I did a message on First Peter chapter 4, verse 17 and 18, where it says, Judgment has come to the house of God. And if, fir if it first begins with us, what will happen to those who do not obey the word of God? The reason that judgment is coming to the church is because God is dealing with his people first. How can he get a sinner to come to a church that is living sinful? How can God get a sinner to come to a church who's condemning, who's judging, who's raising their nose up as if they are some great thing? We are not no great thing. God has cleansed us up and he has set us apart because we was once like them, according to the book of Colossians. So I just wanted to give this short message because I think people really need to understand that God loves us and there's a lot of us that are walking the walk and talking the talk. But even myself has been to some churches where I'm like, where is the presence of God? Where is the Holy Spirit in this church? Why do people make other people feel uncomfortable walking into the house of God? Now, granted, there are some very wonderful, powerful, God-driven churches out there. But God is looking for one body, one body, unity. So I just, when I read this in Revelations last night, we don't need God to come and deal with us the way that he's going to deal with sinners. If you read 1 Peter 4.18, it says that if the righteous are barely making it in, what shall happen to the ungodly and the sinner? Which means that the ungodly person is going to be judged just as a sinner. So Father God, may this short 
pod message really reach out to those who need to hear it. May they understand that this whole thing that is taking place now to stop blaming it on the enemy. We need to take a look at our walk and our churches and make sure that they're aligning up with the way that you have chosen to have us walk. Heavenly Father, forgive us, Lord God, me especially, Lord, for whatever acts of disobedience that has been taking place in our lives, Lord God. Cleanse us up and place us back in right standards with you, Heavenly Father. Let us use this time to edify, to encourage, and to uplift one another. To not judge, but to go out and to show love. To allow the churches to be given back to the Holy Spirit to have his way in the church. Let us return back to our first love, which is the church that we will love and guide and be driven by the Spirit in us to love and comfort those who are lost. God bless you. God keep you. Jesus loves you, and so do I. God bless you.